tuned in to the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash, Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. Money Right. So we are back to Ash Cash Show every Sunday, 1 p.m. WHCR 90.3 FM, New York. The voice of Harlem with Ash Cash and Mr. Sheba Jones. Uh, so we have an exciting guest. We have award-winning international speaker and author Kevin Y. Brown. Uh, he brings his audience members high-energy, authentic presentations that provide tangible takeaways to engage them in creating the results and life that they desire. Born to a young drug-addicted mother, Kevin entered the California foster care system at the age um, of one, where he remained until emancipating at the age of 18. Despite his early encounters with adversity, he excelled academically and graduated from college debt-free and with honors in both fashion design and business supply chain management. Formerly uh, a host for MTV Networks and a marketer in NYC, a high-paced fashion industry, today Kevin is the CEO of Cutting Edge Empowerment Company Legacy Thinking Labs and founder of Debt-Free College Academy, which was inspired by his book, 10 Ways Anyone Can Graduate from College Debt-Free. Kevin has spoken on three different continents. Not countries, y'all. Three different continents so far and has created an international following with hundreds of video testimonials from clients and audience members on his YouTube channel. Kevin has been highlighted in various media outlets, including Ebony Magazine, Foster Care Magazine, and the historic Amsterdam News. Most recently, he was the opening keynote speaker at the International Foster Care Organization Conference in Sydney, Australia. Kevin lives in New York City and is an active member of the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Inc. and loves to salsa dance. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Kevin Y. Brown. Kevin, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Actually, it's Foster nice Focus magazine. But it's all good. Yo, How was, are you? You, you know what? I'm, I, was, I was excited, so, man. You Foster, are. He's totally Foster, excited to Foster, have you. I see. I, yes. I feel the energy, man. Yes. I'm excited, too. Foster <laughs> Focus magazine. My bad. So, Kev, talk so, to us, uh, man. So, so I, I, I gave... I did, as, I did as much justice as I could to your bio. But talk to us. Who is Kevin Y. Brown? Man, I'm a... Kevin Y. Brown is a firm believer that you can create the life that you desire. Mm. That's who I am. I'm walking energy, baby. Yep. Positive energy for you, for me, you know, all my people around me. Yep. I'm just a firm believer. You can literally do whatever you want, man, and I'm a living testament to that. So. And, and and then so so we, we talked about, you know, you being in the foster care system uh, mm-hmm. from the age one till 18. Yeah. Well, um, I put one, but it's actually I went in at nine months. Okay. Yeah, okay. But and then, and then, and then so throughout that time, you know, even going through the system, mm-hmm. um, you were able to graduate, go to college, debt free, right, and graduate with honors. Talk like, like, how does that happen? How, how does how does it yeah, happen? Yeah, talk to me. Uh, talk to me. Well, you know, foster care is a situation that I wouldn't wish upon anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not ideal, but you you definitely it builds character, mm-hmm. you know, and it definitely builds resilience. So in terms of even getting to college, uh, I went to this Continentals of Omega Boys and Girls Club in Vallejo. I'm from Vallejo, California. And so I was at the Boys and Girls Club, and I, I became a member when I was seven, but once I was a teenager, then I had the opportunity to go on college tours. And, of course, I'm on the college tours. I'm just more so looking at the girls, like, yeah. oh, man, you know, these are the girls at, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so my teacher, uh, one day, my ninth-grade photography teacher, uh, she saw me, and I was in 11th grade at this point. And she stops me after one of my high school basketball games. She's like, Kevin Brown, you going to college? I look at her. I'm with my partners, you know, my friends. And I'm like, 
uh, nah, not really. You know, if I go, I'm probably going to go to a community college or something like that. You know, but I wasn't really tripping because, you know, of course, everybody's always saying, oh, you can go to college. But then you like, well, how do I actually get there? And so, you know, my response to her was college is for rich people. Like, mm. I can't afford that. I don't have no family. You know, I don't have no money, anything like that. She's like, oh, you can go to college. She's like, well, what do you want to do with your life? I'm like, man, all I want to do is get far, far away from here. Mm. You know, so when I she told me meet her at her office the next morning. And so, of course, you know, I feel like one of the big things around my way when I was growing up, we call it game, which is basically understanding more about life. You know, so like older people always have game for you because they're going to always teach you something, even people that's your age and stuff like that, too. So, of course, you know, she's like, come and uh, work with me, uh, come to my office the next morning. So, of course, I went and I met her the next morning. And she, so we start talking about scholarships and things like that and college applications and majors and things like this. So this is all new. But I'm excited because she's talking about getting out of Vallejo and going somewhere else to create the life that I want, you know what I mean, become who I want to be. So um, long story short, she and I, we worked together. And by the time we finished, she taught me how to fill out my college scholarships, my college uh, FAFSA, application, everything, even paid for some of my application fees. I got accepted to about 26 colleges and universities. But still didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was right there, you know, pushing me to, to go. And so um, I went to Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta, Georgia. It was the only school that I got accepted to that had all three of my possible majors. At this point, I'm like, I want to have my own show. You know, I want to design clothes, but I also want to run a business. You know, because you're a kid. You got yeah. all these dreams yeah. and stuff like that. And so I get to Clark, and about two days in, I hear this. We were in an all-male dorm, Brawley Hall. Shouts out to Brawley Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm there, and there's another kid. He comes in, and all the dudes were chilling in the lobby. And he's like, man, if I don't get somebody to sign off on this $20,000 loan, I'm going to have to go home. I stop, and I'm like, $20,000, bro? What you talking about? And he's like, yeah, man, you got to take out. I'm like, look, if I got to take out a loan, I'm dropping out. Because mm-hmm. $20,000 means that you're going to owe Forty, right. you know what I mean, when you calculate yeah. the interest and everything like that, and it depends on how quick you can pay it back, right? Right. So it's like, it's basically the art of the hustle. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, 18, like, nah, 20,000? 20, like, no, literally. Like, literally, there's people who will tell you, like, I was stood up in front of everybody, I was like, yo, I'm not taking out no loans. Mm-hmm. And so it was just about sticking to that, sticking to that script while I was in school, mm-hmm. you know? And so I found various methods, you know, that are also in my book, 10 Ways Anyone Can Graduate From College They're Free, that... I picked basically the 10 most important methods that I use in order to get a debt-free college education, you know. But there was definitely, like, trials and tribulations and a lot of sacrifices that had to go into that. But I definitely, you know, as a debt-free college graduate, I definitely see the benefits of the sacrifices that I made up up front. So that was a a long, you know, way. No, no, no. No, we need that. And then so just for clarity, right, so Uh you're a college graduate and you owe no money. To, to, to loans. You, so so Sally May, you, you, you don't know Sally. Not Sally, Sally May. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know her. Like Sally I, May, it's a lot of Kevin Browns in this world, but Sally May don't know Kevin White Brown. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of us. You know, I got a lot of uh, name brothers. Well, right. here, you know, we often talk about getting your mind right and getting your money right. Absolutely. I love what were the mental challenges that you faced in feeling like you can actually do this debt-free, not only going to college without necessarily having that as a goal prior to this woman coming to you, mm-hmm. how do you address that, whether in your book or in your speeches, how do you address that mental toughness when it comes to obtaining any goals, especially one that's college, especially when money is one of the major things that kind of holds people back when they think about going to college or starting a business? Uh, how do you address those things? 
Do you understand my question? Okay. So, because <laughs> I'm looking like. Uh, yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like trying to follow. Give it, give it one the more mental give, give it The right. mental toughness. The mental toughness. Like being in foster care, you okay. know, then not really thinking about college and then being questioned about your plans. How right. did you shift your thinking right, into, so, to believing that it can actually right, right, happen right. for you? Okay, so with question. foster care, the thing about foster care is like it sucks. But you know, if you if you smart, you're gonna just like if you you know I'm in foster care and I'm in the ghetto. But it's like if you was just in the ghetto, then you say to yourself, okay, you just say to yourself, okay, there's a cycle going on here, mm-hmm. so I need to get out of this cycle. And of course, you looking at the way that you living, you looking at the way that things are, you're like, okay, I want better. So in the in the sense of you wanting better, then I had to switch my peer group. Like I'm from the, the name of the part of my city that I'm from is called the Crest Side. Like everybody knows Crest Crest kids is wild. So, but the Crest kids wasn't doing the stuff that was going to take them somewhere else. So it's really having that that mindset that, okay, you know, thinking long term. So, like, while a lot of my partners was doing stuff that they shouldn't have been doing and not in class, I'm hitting the books, and then I'll go out there and kick it with them after. Okay. You know what I mean? But I'm not sacrificing the stuff that I know is going to put me on. So it's basically like I had the talent. But I didn't know what to do with it. So somebody but, but else had to But come, where'd you get that, though? On. Like, like where'd you get, where'd you get the... The thought process to even say, yo, I'm gonna hit the books first and then I'm gonna oh. go outside. Like, where did that come from? Okay, so when I when I went into foster care, I had an older sister. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kiana. And Kiana was smart. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean not was smart, Kiana's smart. Yep. You know what I mean? And so Key was a good student. So of course, me being a little brother, I used to do everything that she did. Yep. Okay. So I'm gonna do what Key do. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm she key hitting the books. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the books. Okay. But she got straight A's when she was in eighth grade. I didn't get mine until my last semester <laughs> of college. But I got it. You got it. You know what I mean? It took a long time. You know, I, I actually applied myself, you know, really, really tough that, that last semester. But, you know, I would say I learned a lot of that from my sister. But the resiliency factor is kind of like after a while you have to look at life in, in terms of it being a competition. Like, you know what I mean? For some of my foster parents, like, they really wanted to see me lose. Some mm. people really want to see wow. you lose. And so yeah, you got to say, true. I'm not going, like, you're not going to be the reason why I don't succeed. Yeah. And you say, I want, like, if your desire to become better is 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 that strong and you really want this, then you're going to do whatever it takes. Like, find a way or make one. That's my college slogan, Clark Atlanta University slogan. I believe in that wholeheartedly, mm. even before I got there. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. you're not stopping me. When, I, when it was time for me to, when I wanted to become that host for MTV, I literally... This dude name was Dan Lutz at MTV Networks, MTVU. I literally emailed and called that dude for six months mm-hmm. every day. When I wanted to work at Parish Nation, I literally called Tony Shellman for six months mm. and emailed him, blowing him up. Like, mm. you, you, you're you, not going to stop you, me. You're right? not going to ignore me. I hear that. Yeah, like, like right. I'm here. I hear that. You, like, you're going to either, I'm either going to drive you insane or you're going to be like, I'm going to drive you insane anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're a foster kid, bro. We were rebellious and, you know, we just going to do whatever. But at the same time, like, if you want it, Go yeah, get it. You have to and go get it, yeah. Nothing going to stop you Absolutely. if you want it. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. So give us more details about the Debt-Free College Academy. Debt-Free College Academy, DFCA. So this uh, came from the fact that colleges and universities, they pay me thousands of dollars to come in and do this presentation to their students, right? And so I'm coming in, I'm teaching them how to, to maximize their potential and how to graduate college at minimal cost. And then I'm saying to myself, these organizations these col- and these colleges and, and universities aren't the only only places that people actually need this information. So if there's people, you know, because I can only be in so many places at one time, how can I make this uh, information available to others so that 
they can have it on, and take a course, take the, the Defri College course on their own schedule and that it can be more in-depth than just a, a one-hour presentation, a three-hour presentation, or just by reading my book. And so I, I took that a step further, several steps further, turned it into a website and also turned it into a series of, um, of lessons that you can take. And then I also added in, I added in uh, worksheets, uh, more video trainings and things like that so that it's basically, Defree College Academy is a blueprint to graduate from college debt-free. I got a free education valued at over over $140,000, dollars Wow. You know, and again, when I went to college, I didn't know what was going on. Uh-huh. I was just happy to be out of Vallejo. I'm there. I'm like, yeah, you know, I ain't never going back. I'm not going to be a statistic. That was more of my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, and, and the statistics in Atlanta, you know, the girl statistics, 8 to 1. Or really, oh, No, no, he, I mean, he said it. He right. said that he was But we're not talking about those statistics. One, I mean, yeah, we're gets, talking about, like... It gets deeper than that. Uh, I mean, if, if you... Okay. If you, uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> Debt-Free but, College Academy... But the thing about Debt-Free College Academy <laughs> that makes Debt-Free College Academy different from a lot of the other programs that are out there is a lot of programs really talk to you and they speak to you about from a scholarship standpoint. Yep. And scholarships are cool. But if you're not that top A student and you're not... Um, yeah. The best student across the board, like which that, yeah. is strategy number four in my book called Meet Everyone Halfway, meaning that you should be the best student in your academics, your extracurricular activities, and your decorum. But if you're not that student, there should be other strategies and other ways for you to graduate from college, mm. right? And so that's where Debt-Free College Academy differs because I'm teaching you actually real life skills that work in the college environment that'll help you to really graduate college for free. And I just did a... I just uh, did a beta test on the program just because. I already know the program works because I've been paid thousands of dollars to do the presentation. And I just did it on parents, a group of parents, and they all come back. You know, you can see the videos on on my YouTube page. And the parents are excited and thrilled, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I just figured out all this information. Where were you two years ago? Where were you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, th- and that's and that's a good point that you you make, or or, or I'm glad you clarified it because when I think about you know graduating de- college debt free, mm-hmm. the first thing I think about is just scholarships because yeah. I you know I hear this story all the time. You know, as someone who's a personal finance expert, everybody's right. always you know always talking about the scholarships that we don't take advantage of, and mm-hmm. you know there's mm-hmm. all these this money that if if you knew existed, you could take advantage of. So immediately I said, oh, you know the the way that you could graduate is if you knew about you know college debt free is if you knew. About about the scholarships, but your academy goes deeper. It's deeper Way than deeper. just scholarships. Way deeper. I mean, it, there's so much more that goes on. Here's a here's a here's a free one for anybody out there listening. If you became a resident assistant at school, they'll give you tuition. I mean, they'll give you free room and board. Right. So that could knock down potentially nine thousand dollars right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you go with, with another strategy, here's another one. Um, be financially smart. Mm-hmm. For me, I wanted to stay on campus, right? Because I, I played on the basketball. Like, mind you, I didn't just, um, I didn't get a lot of money for just being a foster kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I didn't have one scholarship that paid for my whole school. Like, usually you'll see somebody, oh, I got a $150,000 scholarship, paid for my whole college thing. Let me teach you how to graduate for college for free. But everybody's not going to win that. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. can anybody, like, literally, if you pick up my book, if you enroll in this program, I, it'll save you money, literally, like, as soon as you get done reading it, as soon as you start the program. But graduated like graduating college debt free is is everything. Right. It is. No, no, I mean and, and you know <laughs> for- that I have is insane and the opportunities that I have, but I didn't just have one single scholarship. Another one, like be financially smart, like I was saying. I want to stay on campus, but then I crunched the numbers. I budget I used to budget every semester. 
And so when I crunched the numbers, it was going to cost me $6,000 to stay on campus. Mm-hmm. And then I had to move out at the end of the year. I found a boarding house around the corner from my school for $300 a month. That's 36 on a year. Right. You save 24. Right, you save right, 24. right. You, you, you scale that money back. Like, Not bad. you know, Not and bad. so there's other things that you can do. You can get you get jobs on campus. Then you, let's say you're working in a student activity center. Then you're going to, are you working in the scholarship office financial aid as the person, in, you know, the front desk clerk, mm-hmm. the admin? You're going to know where all of the access is to all of the money around campus, right. right? And then you start rubbing shoulders with the other people who are walking around campus. So building relationships is priceless. priceless. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in terms of this, and people, they fail to realize like how important that some of these, these real-life skills are even when trying to graduate from college debt-free. And that's what Debt-Free College Academy is here for. It's literally to show you, like, this is the blueprint. So who is the ideal candidate or who is this program specifically made for? Of course, it's for anyone who wants to graduate debt free. But Mm -hmm. who is it for specifically or who did you have in mind when you were actually creating and writing the book? Well, creating and writing the book, I had in mind someone who ends up who's on their way to college, kind of like how I was. You go to college and you don't really know how you're going to pay for it. And you're kind of searching for a resource. So I basically said, let me put it all in one place for you. Um, and as far as the program, Deaf-Free College Academy, you know, it's it's targeted at moms, at parents, and it's for parents and students to go through the program together. Because the, one of the biggest things is oftentimes you see parents doing all of the work for the kid, then the kid gets on campus, and then they don't know what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things, first things that I say in my seminar is, you and your kid, you have to teach your kid how to be independent. Because once they appear on campus, you're not going to be able to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. No smothering, mothers. Right. No smothering, man. Okay. You got yes. to let them fly. Exactly. You exactly. Let so them fly. I can't move up the block from Justice's No, ex- no, 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 no. You cannot you do, that. do that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's 100% weird. Nah, you got to let them live. You got to let them live. You got to let them live. But another thing I've noticed is actually parents are afraid to actually sign certain papers because this it's kind of like dealing with their personal finances. Mm-hmm. And if you have a child who may not necessarily be focused or the parents themselves don't understand the process. So, and I've 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 gone through this personally where it was like you had to pry the papers right, right. out of the person's hand sign because they, the parents just don't understand it. So I think that's refreshing as well for you to actually have it made for not only the student but the parents as well. Right, to educate absolutely. Them. absolutely. So all right, so we got my man Kev Brown oh, in the building. Um, and he, and, you know, he has a, a phenomenal book called Ten Ways Anyone Can Graduate from College Debt-Free, but then took it a step further and said, you know, we're going to create the debt-free, you know, academy, right? The debt-free, debt-free co- college academy. Debt-free college yeah. academy. Uh, so so before we jump off of that, like, I, like I want to know, if someone's interested in joining the debt-free college academy, where, where, would, they, where, where would they go? Man, you would go to, if you're, if you're interested in saving your time, on trying to find scholarships in all different types of places and things like that, I would go to debtfreecollegeacademy.com. There I would sign up for that free multi-million dollar scholarship, that free multi-million dollar scholarship right there that is on the homepage, that scholarship list. Um, it, it is not, it has no biases. I handpicked all of those scholarships and anybody can literally apply for them. There's no nothing in regards to race. There's nothing in regards to um to major and things like that for all of these all of these scholarships and it's literally a list that is worth over you know a few million dollars nice nice wow. nice so yeah Deaf-Free College Academy is that's where you want to be if you're a parent trying to save time and you're a parent who's worried about not providing or not allowing your kid to have the life that you envision for them 
you want to go to Debt Free College Academy and you want to sign up for one of those courses, either the mini course, the full course, or the crash course. Nice, nice. And then, and then so so one of, one of the things I want to jump into, I want to talk, talk about the in, innovation and okay. entrepreneurship, right? Because Absolutely. when we when we when we think about you know you know I, you know I teach a lot about uh, passive income, multiple streams of income, things mm-hmm. of that nature. So you know as a as a fe- fellow author, I understand the power of having a book. You know, getting those those checks in the mail. You know, getting those those, those alerts from Amazon. Talk about direct deposit. <laughs> all that you know True. welcome to the game you know what i mean yes. Shiba Jones. and so so as a fellow author i understand that and then now when we look at innovation right mm-hmm. uh you talk about getting paid thousands of dollars mm-hmm. from colleges to do one workshop um and even you know from a from a from a perspective of you know you look at this these thousands of dollars you're getting paid um mm-hmm. and having a academy at a lower price point but you could reach more people Absolutely. right you could duplicate yourself and, scaling. right scale up you, you you get the scale right so so i, I want I want to know, you know, I want to talk about, you know, innovation, right? Being mm-hmm. innovative and starting the academy. But talk to me about entrepreneurship in general. So, you know, you starting out, like, what made you want to write a book? What made you want to start an academy? Like, like, give, give, give me, give me game, man. Let's let let's give let's break game. it down, man. Give and me some game, all, man. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint-hearted. And, you know, it's it's uh the model that I go by in terms of entrepreneurship is you you live you live year a couple years. Well, not a couple. You live probably on average about 10, 10, 15 years like others won't. So then you can live like others can't, mm. you know. So that's the game with that. In terms of being innovative, like, you know, when I was in second grade, I remember my teacher, Miss Tolliver, oh, man, she she was pulling on my ears super hard because you know, she used to discipline me all the time, but I used to charge students to help them with their homework. You know, it, so that it, was second grade. That was second grade. Okay, man. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm on the hustle. Okay, right? and you know, in college, I ran my own clothing company. You know, and you know, from there, I've you know, Legacy Thinking Labs is another business that I've started. Um, of course, Debt Free College Academy, the Create Your Life series, and you know, my public speaking is underneath that umbrella. Entrepreneurship, man. A lot of it comes from the fact that you know, being rebellious, like. I haven't really had a job job out, you know, since I've been out of college. I had a couple, but it never really sticks for me. Like I'm I have to be in charge of my of my my schedule. Uh-huh. And then once I understand time, the amount of time that you might trade in for certain types of positions and things like that, it doesn't doesn't add up. Mm. Like if you read Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki, then you definitely it'll shift your whole mind. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's like a gold mine, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind is another gold mine of a book, you know what I mean, that really put me on to help change my perspective. But in terms of entrepreneurship, a lot of the things that I end up doing are because I said that I was going to do them. Mm. And then I, once I speak it, then I'm going I'm to go through and I'm going to follow mm-hmm. and execute. So this book, 10 Ways, came as a result of having a conversation with my friends and they were complaining about their student loans. Then I said, okay, well, you know what? I want to actually help other people avoid these headaches. I don't want to see my, my friends and, and other people graduating with $50,000 in debt, $100,000 in debt, and have no idea how I'm going to pay it back, or you take whatever first job you can get. So now you're working at you know some corporation, and you don't even want to be there. So now you hate your life because you tied down to these loans that you yeah. could have avoided if somebody would have gave you the game in the beginning. Wow. So I'm like, okay, let me help you out. And then in terms of the public speaking, you know, I, I got into public speaking as a result of no longer uh, being thinking, wanting to impact others more. You know, because fashion was amazing, but I thought that I could help out more, and I have a passion for helping people and being of service. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I got into that. And the thing about entrepreneurship is, is that a lot of people are like, oh, I want to control my schedule. I want to do this, and I want to do that. You know, I want to be the boss. But really, entrepreneurship, again, 
cash flow quadrant is all about understanding systems and creating right. systems. You basically want to create a turnkey operation so that you can start working in your working on your business. I mean, start working in your business, start working on your right. business. Right, and not, and not create a job, because that's what right. a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. They, right. they, they become entrepreneurs and create a job for themselves and then realize that they're actually working more for less pay right. than they would if they had a job, so it's understanding uh, systems. Right. So yeah, then I'm you like have that. to you know, start delegating, you need to outsource. I mean, there's so many different components to entrepreneurship. Aside from the fact that people don't realize that a lot of, of entrepreneurship is taking a step back and actually understanding your business as a whole. Mm-hmm. So a lot of thought goes into into this. And and then the other thing is people don't even understand with entrepreneurship that you have to have a schedule, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, like you could do like a fly-by-night type deal, but if you're serious, you have like a schedule. Like literally every morning I'm up. 6 to 6.30 is like prayer, meditation, write out daily goals. 6.30, 7.30 is workout. Four to six times, you know, a week. But even if I'm not... I mean, I'll, I'll do pretty much six times a week on the workout. But if, if there's a day where I don't work out... Y'all see them bi- medi- biceps bulging out? Hey, man. I see you out here, I see, I see you out you here. You doing what? the things. My shirt's really just small. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep this out. The shirt is small. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's what it is. I hear that. I will say this. You know, like right now is not my season. You know, skinny brothers, we don't come in the season until the summer. You know what I mean? But uh, we're going to make it through this winter. You know what I mean? Couple more weeks. Couple it's kind of nice Couple out here, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, today, like, is, you know, yeah, yeah, you got the little Skinny brothers, bit. we can shine, you know, but we don't got that much body heat, so you know, the ladies don't really want the skinny brothers during the winter. You, you know, know what? So, Kev, talk about the cre- Create Your Life, right? So, I know uh-huh. I know it's a, you know, it's filmed in various locations. So, mm-hmm. talk to me about that project, that Create Your Life project. Create Your Life, man. So, uh, in 2013, I was blessed with the opportunity to go and speak at the International Foster Care Conference in Osaka, Japan. Nice. Now, how I got there. You know, this is just something for anybody listening. I feel like this is very important. I affirmed it. So I wrote, I'm going to, I'm a two-time speaker at the International Foster Care Conference in Osaka, Japan. And I literally wrote that for six months straight. Six months later, I found out that I was going. But the night before I was supposed to go, I kind of, I broke down in tears. And I broke down in tears because I said, how does somebody who used to get kicked out of all of their classes in foster care, you know, in nine months, count it out, et cetera, et cetera. How did I end up here? Uh-huh. And then I started to look at the journey that I actually took. Like, I played basketball in college, man. I was graduating the top 10% of my business class, fashion design, lived in London, had all of these great experiences. And I was like, dang, man, my, my other foster care brothers and sisters, man, they don't really know that, that this is possible, right. that you could literally go anywhere. I mean, at this point, I've, I've been to Egypt. You know, I've been to Barcelona, all these different things. Of course, you know, they all tie into the fact that I don't have college debt. So, right. of course, I could do whatever I want. But it's like, damn, I really created this life. Uh-huh. And so I said, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually share my experience with other people, especially other people that look like me, uh-huh. so that they can understand that this is really possible, bro. Like, you can literally do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Right? Because most people, you know, around my way... They don't leave the neighborhood, yet alone the city, yet alone the state. The state, yeah. And it's like, when I come home, they're like, oh, Kev, you're doing your thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, bro, you could do the same thing that I'm doing. Right. It's a it's a decision and a belief. Right. You know, with, with a, hard, a lot of hard work. Right. You know what I mean? But so I went to Japan. I wrote wrote out the script for all of the episodes in Japan on the plane. It's a 21-hour flight. Uh-huh. It took me 21 hours to get there. I had a layover in Chicago. And while I was there, man... That, that's how the Create Your Life series came about. But I was there for 15 days, didn't speak Japanese. Wow. The only 
and I'm going to totally bomb this uh, phrase, is the only thing that I knew how to say was uh, Ego Hanashamashkat. And I know that sounds crazy because I know I didn't say it. I didn't pronounce it correctly. But that's, do you know how to speak English? Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, that's what I went to Japan with. Yep. Yeah. That and my foster care experience that lets me know that I can do anything that I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I put my mind to. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I go there and I'm literally like, there's people who don't speak English helping me film this series so that I could show it to other people and be like, look, man, you could do, wow. you could do this. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, I'm special. But I ain't that special. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all have have this greatness, this gift within us. Yep. And I'm yep. like, man, create the life that you want. We yep. don't have to be stuck, you know, in our circumstances. And that's and, and that's powerful because I, you know, I, I hope, right, I hope that anybody listening to this and then when we put it out on the podcast, I hope people who, who are listening um, don't go past the point that mm-hmm. several times you talked about affirming things Absolutely. and writing thing, things down uh, because I don't think that a lot of people put enough power mm-hmm. into the words that you believe, the words that you Absolutely. say, mm-hmm. and then also what you write down because I think that's there's power in that. It starts there, right? So that's why it we... Starts in your mind. Yeah, we, we, we talk about mind right, money right, but it's, yeah. it's mind right, body right, it's mind right, life right, it's mind right, love right. Everything you that you... a little Tim Ferriss brand going on. Right? You know what I'm saying? For like our every, work, we, for our body, for our... Cook, you know what I'm saying? Like man. everything you do, <laughs> it, it starts with the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, I, so, so I, I'm, I'm glad and I'm excited and I'm happy that you're, you're putting that message out there and I hope people are taking heed that it's 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 the words that you that you say you know what what you say what you mm. affirm what you believe what you write will become your your reality. I mean, what, what takes it even deeper than that, man? It's the type of music that you're listening mm. to, right? So let's say you're listening to a certain type of music, it's going to give you a certain type of mood. Mm-hmm. So you want to you want to move in, in a different way. So I have this thing where I'll create an affirmation audio and I'll listen to that as the first thing in the morning, wow. right? So. And on that, it'll say the things that I am and the things that I want to be. So it'll say, I am, I am happy. I am healthy. I am loving. I am caring. I, I am in a committed, you know, relationship or anything like that, that I may either I'm in or that I want. Mm -hmm. And so I'm listening to this for 10 minutes every single morning. Right. And so that is getting the the wheels turning, you know, in my head. And so I'm starting to attract that in my life Mm -hmm. because that's where my mind is. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think one of the other things that, you know, for listeners in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms of anything, is you have to start with, you have to understand mastery. Mastery is huge, man, because, like, uh, I'm reading this book. Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. But uh, there's there's this book called Six Months to Six Figures by Peter Vogt. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's a great book. But in the book, he talks about mastery. And he says that it's one thing to read 20 books, and that's great. But what have you mastered from these different books? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. since he said that, I said, hmm. That's good. So what I decided to do is I bought it on, on Amazon and then got the, uh, the audio component to it. So literally for the next three months, every single week, I'm listening to this book for the next three months because mm-hmm. I'm going to master the principles within this book. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to move forward mm-hmm. to another book next quarter. Mm-hmm. But it's that mastery of staying consistently focused. Could I read 12 books before, you know, before April 1st? Yeah. But how much of that will I actually contain? Mm. How much of that will I retain so, so and be you, able to so build you, upon? So you heard it, but were you listening type of thing? And you know, and you know, and and you just 
I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. learn every day, and you actually just taught me something because, I, you know, I'm a proud, uh, you know, badge member of Audible.com, and I get a book every month. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I remember Les Brown saying this, saying that, you know, if you read a book a, a, a week, you know, you know, you'll read 52 two books. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know, I couldn't, re- you know, I, I said, I, not that I couldn't, but I'm, you know, working on other things. So I said, I'm going to do one a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. There are some books out there that I've written that, I mean, that I've read that I like oh man automatically like this this when I apply these principles this mm-hmm. is going to change my life but then I move on to the next book and now I'm focusing on the next book right. so right. I'm I'm actually going to going to well, copy yeah, what yeah, you just yeah. said mastery. and I'm going to master I'm going to master because book. mastery yeah. is actually about quality and not quantity yep. exactly. and you have to recognize that your body your mind who you are your spirit is 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 a landfill of whatever you put in it your eye mm-hmm. gate, your ear gate, you Absolutely. know, and and oftentimes we don't recognize that because we're so unconscious of our consciousness. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you real when and that's that's one of the things that I believe happened to you um, is that awakening is understanding your power as a human being, and that regardless of whether it applies to wealth, mm-hmm. education, uh, relationships, etc., you have that power, that innate ability to literally flow in that call in your life, and that is what you're doing so so amazingly. I also want to credit, <laughs> you know, I, I can't sit here and say that it's me, all me. Definitely. You know what I mean? So that, that's where you know your peer group and also mentors come into play, man. Mm-hmm. You know, because, again, the, the teacher who helped me, who, who held me accountable and taught me all of those things in, in high school, her name was Miss Wilson, Miss Carrie Wilson. And before her, I had another mentor, uh, Mr. Fillmore Graham, who was the founder of the Omega Boys and Girls Club in Vallejo. Mm-hmm. And these two people dumped so much positivity and so much affirmation in, into my life. You know, and, and Miss Wilson literally, they both made me feel like I could do anything. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I got the confidence and, you know, I felt like I had the juice in order to move forward. And so as I went on and as I'm still on my journey now, you know, I have I still have mentors and still have people who are constantly they're feeding into me and and pushing me to go forward. And I'm doing the same for those, you know, for those who are in my circle as well. But that that peer group and that that mentorship is, man, I can't even put words to the to the value that it has. Right. You know, and the, the reciprocity factor that exists. I mean, even today, man, my birthday was last week. I have friends. Happy happy belated. Appreciate it. And I have friends, man. Y'all, actually, y'all invited. Y'all could come if y'all want. But we're about to have, like, a brunch, like, like in probably, like, an hour after I leave here. And it's just that reciprocity. I'm like, man, like, why would, you know what I mean, these people, why would they all get together and do all of this for me? You know, why, why would everybody come from, you know, Brooklyn, from Connecticut, you know, to come in? And and just celebrate me, and it's because of the quality of, of the friendships and the, and the values that we all have and that we hold, man. And so it's, again, like you said, Tashima, that that quality over quantity, man. It, powerful, powerful, wow. powerful yes. stuff. Mars. And I and, and I, I wish I wish we had more time, man, because you're dropping jewels. I know. Um, but but if people wanted to 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 get in contact with you or follow you on social media, uh, where can they find you? Okay, absolutely. If uh, if you're looking for me, uh, KevinYBrown.com. Absolutely. If you're interested in graduating from college debt-free, debtfreecollegeacademy.com, and on social media, uh, at Kevin Y. Brown. And if you want my YouTube page, just type in createyourlifeseries.com, and it will come up, and the Create Your Life series will be going. My team and I will be going live with that um, on a consistent basis in the month of March. So nice. you'll be able to tune into the Create Your Life series uh, consistently on a weekly basis. Nice, Come nice, on. nice. Awesome. All right, round of applause for Mr. Kevin Y. Brown.
We appreciate you for coming through, brother.